Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I'm working on a piece of writing at the moment about pricing. And it's got me going back to the pricing sort of section of my little library here. And one of the books I think I've probably mentioned before, I've recommended, I imagine before, is a, called the, the Psychology of Price. And it's by a guy, I think he's a Brit, Lee Coldwell. And one of the reasons I think he's a Brit is because the book is... That the, the insights of the book are kind of wound around this peculiar and slightly weird story about uh, a lady who is creating this new product. And she, the product she's creating is chocolate teapots, which is a sort of a joke, right? Except in this, in this story, uh, the chocolate teapots kind of melt down and, and become a drink. So it's, it's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a luxury sort of drink almost. And I'm sorry, that's one of the reasons why I'm assuming that Lee Caldwell is a Brit, because you'd never find this kind of thing in, a, in an American business book. But it's a fantastic book, loads of insights. And one of the things that I've been reminded about is this idea of the kind of range of prices that, that, that you can charge for things. And it might be relevant to you. It's certainly been relevant to me in my businesses. This idea that there, there are different people will pay different amounts for what you do. And one of the, one of the chapters in this chocolate teapot book, the psychology of price has this lady effectively putting different prices on her products and asking people whether they'd buy them. You know, maybe it's two pounds or two bucks. Maybe it's four pounds or four bucks. You know, maybe it's 10 pounds or 10 bucks. What she kind of gets is the kind of spread of people who would pay and from she's able to work out the kind of the the ideal point for her price if that makes sense or the ideal price point for her product but there's something else that's interesting as well and 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 obviously this there is a story in this book but it's it's like the stories in in one section and then you you get the kind of the the commentary from uh lee caldwell and, you know, so you'll talk, for example, about Tesco, because what you, I, sh I should, I should explain with one of my, my epic verbal diagrams. If you imagine a graph and on the X axis, you have, uh, what would you have? Let's say price. And on the Y axis, you have sales. What you're going to see, obviously, is that the higher the price goes, the less people will buy. The number of people who will buy a 10 pound chocolate teapot is much lower, obviously, than the number of people who will buy a two pound chocolate teapot. But there are still some, there are still some people. There are some people who go for the two pound one. There are some people who go for the four pound one or the six pound one. And yes, there are some people who go for the 10 pound one. And if you want to capture as much of the value of pos as possible in the kind of the marketplace, you want to have something for each of those price points. I'm just using this as an example, but, but one of the things he talks about in the book is if you go into the supermarket and look at the cereal aisle, you will find everything from a, from a, a value-based brand, own brand, like, you know, cheapest chips kind of cereal to a kind of luxury muesli with, you know, extra gold nuggets or whatever it might be. And the price differential will be 
huge. Of course, most people will buy something in the middle. They will buy something between. But what the supermarket is trying to do, it doesn't want anyone to go away thinking there's nothing here for me. You know, if you're shopping really on, on a budget, yes, you can take away our own brand cornflakes or whatever. Although it'd probably be called something a bit different, but you know what I mean? Likewise, if there's someone who's looking for something really luxurious, maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, the kids are planning a Mother's Day surprise or whatever, and they want something that really says this is, you know, this is special, then maybe they'll pay £10 for a, a box of um, muesli or whatever it might be. Anyway, the point is that, that we have the opportunity to test, obviously, different ways we deliver our service. And, you know, when I was working in the agency, we, well, we would offer different options. I mean, that's the kind of the opposite way around. If you're talking to a client and you don't know what their price point is, you offer different options with different amounts of stuff, obviously, and see, you know, making sure that there's something there that's right for them. Because maybe if you're super cheap, they think, hold on, these guys don't know what they're doing, really. Maybe if you're super expensive, you'll think, they'll think, you know, so you, you, you know, we've talked about this before, you always do options. But the other way is just having different levels of service, you know, like on a menu. In fact, you know, this is very relevant to, so, you know, to going to a restaurant or picking a wine. I probably talked about this before because this is from this book, actually, but, you know, there, there are very often anchoring prices in a menu that, that, are high, you know, there's a bottle of wine over here for 40 quid and suddenly the 10 pound bottle of wine looks like a bargain, even though it might be twice what you'd pay in a supermarket, although not anymore. Well, let's say the 20 pound bottle of wine looks like a bargain, even though you'd only ever spend 10 pounds if you were, you know, going to Sainsbury's or whatever. Anyway, if you're making the, if you're creating the kind of thing that can be delivered in different ways or at different levels. I really recommend this book, Psychology of Price. Uh, I think I'm on my third reading now and it's well worth it. It's one of those things where, you know, you just need to be reminded. And what, what isn't said enough is how, what an extraordinary difference pricing makes to whether our businesses flourish or not. Um, you know, I've said before, price is a signal. That's one thing, you know, it, it, it puts some people off, but it attracts other people depending on, you know, if it's a, if it's a high one and the difference between always pricing at the bread line or, or pricing higher can very often be just, just raising the prices. Anyway, I mean, if you, if you're interested, the psychology of price, Lee Caldwell, brilliant book, uh, easy read, not, not too long by business book standards either. And, and you get a chocolate teapot sort of introduction as well. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.